Hello and welcome. This is Priestess Shoshana with Temple de la Luna, a resource space for everything that has to do with the amazing and beautiful voodooism and shamanic teachings that come from shamanic voodooism. We have our podcast here on Anchor, Temple de la Luna, and also our website page, Facebook, Temple de la Luna, and Twitter, Priestess Tribe. You can find us at YouTube and watch our videos on YouTube as well. We're starting a new series this evening, and the series is about inner demonic forces. What we're going to be exploring is how we, as Voodoo Assams, address and work together, teaching people about the qualities of their personalities the defects in their personalities, and character development. Character development is essential in our teachings. As any practitioner in the magical arts progresses, the quality of their character must be formed and shaped, cultivated, stabilized, and then grown into a strong, healthy space, a strong and healthy tree. For wherever there is a space inside of you that there is an inlet for negativity, negativity will surely reside at some point or another. So our teachings here within this series is going to be a overview of how we look at demonic energies, how we deal with character development, and why character development is essential in the magical arts. So we're going to get started. I'm excited to be with you on this beautiful month, and everything has turned for the better in everyone's life lately. So this is a perfect opportunity to deepen your knowledge base, your spiritual teachings, and to cultivate a stronger understanding of why it's important that these teachings, these hidden secrets that we have in our Vodou tradition, A, remain secret, and B, what they can do and things that you can use now to help yourselves along the way. When there's something in your life that keeps you from transcending a negative cycle, it is because of a spiritual influence. And everything that happens on the physical plane is a manifestation of the spiritual connections that you have. So if you have health issues, if you have financial issues, if you have relationship barriers and blocks, then there is something inside of your character that needs to be addressed and illuminated. And often as healers and teachers, workshop leaders, coaches, and people who provide the the work for others, we don't have somebody or something that can take us to that next level. And so what we do is we read books, we talk to people, we research, we study. However, there is a solid and profoundly simple and beautiful way that the Vodou tradition has kept the old and ancient path alive and real, 
real for people to use and really actually works immediately to reduce snares. Our teachings provide to us an access to clear and to prepare for ceremonies that can help remove entities, energies, causes, physical, financial, spiritual unravelings, and it begins with you, 100%. However, it begins with us making avenues for you to learn that you can make choices and that you can have support in ways that you might not have known previously. Because if you knew it, then you would have done it already. So with that, we're going to get started. I'm excited for this podcast today. And we're going to... So the first thing is to know is that demons are real. They are real. They exist. They have been around for timeless, timeless thousands of years, hundreds of years. They are living, breathing, existing entities. They are real beings. And the purpose of a demon is to provide an avenue and a breakthrough for the success of humanity. So each demonic force provides humans with resources that allows our societies, our institutions, and our religious organizations to grow. They allow and provide breakthroughs in medicine, industry, technology, and an overall um, breakthroughs in medications and drugs. They also provide successes in domination and military action and war, and recently huge breakthroughs in space travel. The purpose of a demon is to help humanity evolve, but not necessarily to help humanity enlighten. So there is an addiction that humans have to progression. There is an addiction to money, to food, to sex, to luster, to items, world domination, fame, to be known, to be seen, to be appreciated. Humans have a way that they become ensnared by the concept of progression. And to be healer and to be on the shamanic path, we go through approximately 10 years of intensive training that allows us to slowly and surely release and surrender our attachments to these successes and to the concept of progression. Therefore, stabilizing ourselves into a mode of peace and simplicity and enlightenment. So on one hand, you have a world that is driven for success. And then on the other hand, you have the possibility of having the experience of love, happiness, fulfillment, joy, nature, and being in a flow 
when you get to that flow, you get to a space that your life has a certain uh, prosperity and uh, uh, an experience of simplicity. Demonic forces work to ensnare the human to think that they are progressing while simultaneously taking away the thing that you're reaching for. So if you have a connection with a demonic energy that is convincing you that you are making money, it is going to eventually lead you to a massive loss. If you have a demonic force that is a knowledge force, it is eventually going to lead your mind to the experience of not being able to remember, in other words, severe memory loss. Demonic forces work to contain your deepest seed of hopelessness and then to lie to you to pretend that it's going to offer you what it is that you want more than anything in the world. And it will work to give it to you, but then simultaneously take it from you. So they're very tricky beings and they're beautiful because they know the human condition more than you know yourself. And very few people have demonic attachments. Demons are very smart. They're very wise. They're very ancient. So they're not really interested in most humans. However, from time to time, they do make attachments with people. And then that's where we come in. As temple leaders and voodooasans who are of the higher priesthood, our main job is to help people reduce the connection that they have with the demonic forces and then to remove the demon safely and then to have the demon experience the opportunity for healing. This is not easy. It requires an intense amount of training. And so to start this podcast off today, what we say is wherever there is a space inside of you that that energy can hook into your first level of teachings and your first level of healings is to shut down and to close the door. There's an old saying that says a demon cannot enter unless it is invited. The invitation is inside of your character. If there's an invitation for its purpose, then there's a possible attachment that could be placed. They don't come out of nowhere. They move from one family member to the next, or they move from one organization to the people inside of the organization. They love huge corporations. They love big churches. They love huge temples. They love places where there is a mire of people seeking help. And if you have had somebody in your life that you know has been infected by demonic energies, you want to look for yourself to see if there's any way possible that it is leveraging a connection to you. Healing this attachment by yourself is impossible. Removing a demonic energy 
that is attaching to you is impossible because there's something inside of you that's not set clean and clear. And so you don't have the power to remove it if you have an effect by it. Often family karma, family ties, um, and then what, what they call genetic predisposition, we refer to as often demonic energies. So as a healer of these forces, it takes uh, more training and more teachings than, a, than you would receive having a PhD or a doctorate. So our work to help people begins with teaching them about their character. And so the character, it's like a piece of wood. It grows throughout time and that wood, it twists and it turns depending on how much it's been watered, what kind of nutrients has been put into that wood, what kind of soil did that wood grow inside of, how much sunlight did it get, how much um, air flow did it get, is there mold around, is there animals digging at the roots, is there an infestation of bugs, is there drought, so on and so forth. And if you look at our planet, our planet is very much so going through many of these things that have the wood disintegrating. So the human soul is like a piece of wood. It, it grows slowly and it twists and it turns and it morphs itself to match the environment that it is inside of. And so the work of care and so how that wood is designed is your character and it's the natural space of your life, but you don't think of it like that. You don't think of life as an expression of your character. So we must go in and shape the wood, reshape the roots, clean the earth and build a foundation for your beautiful tree to grow. Your own personal life, your home, your body, your mind, your heart, your intentions, and how can two trees stand together in union if one is twisted and the other one is strong? How can two trees stand together in union if one is reaching and the other one is running? How can two trees stand together and grow a forest when one is wounded and the other is wounded? So you can't have love. And success, real success, which is not excess, until you work on your character and developing the parts of yourself that got twisted, twisted because not of you, not twisted by you, but twisted by the environment that you were affected by, the windstorms that came and twisted your character this way and that way for survival that mounted the energies of storms and fire and cracking earth around you. Who is a powerful spirit is a spirit that can untwist the twisting of nature around itself. And we call this unraveling and unwinding. And this unraveling and unwinding is a function of cleanses and clearings that are received by a trained practitioner. 
So many people feel like they can do this on their own and it is impossible to guide yourself down the road. A road that is a road that is paved and created by energies that are ancient and so much older than you are. The curative is to connect with spirits that are equally as powerful yet in the light, that stand in the light and in their true nature, in their true colors, the colors of the rainbow. And how does one receive all of the hues of light and allow those rainbow colors to filter into their tree, into the ground, creating nutrients? vitamin D and vitamin K and all these things we speak of that create happiness and joy, it begins with accepting that you need help. You need help by a trained demonic removal practitioner. That's first. Secondly, you need to start looking at the different qualities of the breakages that happen inside of a character through a normal everyday life, a life of domestication, entrapment, and a life that is designed to convince you that you must sell your soul and sell yourself out to the institutions, to the family karma, so on and so forth. Becoming a Voodoo-san is a path of shamanic reckoning. And what I mean by that is the shamanic path, it's not a lonely path. It is a path that requires autonomy so that you can bring people together, so that you can have love, so that you can have strength, and so that you can have clarity. Success, beautiful children, animals, things that you've always wanted, they are all possible. But how they begin is by filtering in the higher forces into your life so that you're more in control of your daily passages that allow you to connect with these forces. How we do this is we begin with you And then we teach you how to move slowly through your own navigations, through your own corridors, through the the chasms of your being in order to find the hidden and secret seeds that are planted in you that corrupt your character. There are seven major character flaws, and for some people there are nine, and for some people there are 13. We teach each of these character flaws in our teachings, and there are things that I can teach you here today that you can start to put to use right away so that you can start to navigate through the character defects. Usually, You don't have a defect in all seven. You have one major defect and then two minor defects. That's usually how that goes. So if you've been initiated, if you've had spiritual classes, if you've been a spiritual healer, 
we now want to start to go to work on character development to take you to that higher plane so that you never get affected again. Building a rapport with the opposite of the demonic force is where we begin in the voodoo work. Cultivating ourselves to attain the virtues that come from the opposite of all of the demonic energies. This opposition is not a conflict and it's not a war and it's not something that we do to bring battle. It's an acceptance of where we have been affected by negative energies and then therefore now have character traits that we use to cope with the daily life, the skills that we feel like we need to have in order to succeed. Gluttony, your first inner demon that we'll discuss in this series is a spirit that has the quality of either maintaining social stature or destroying social stature. So as it is, there's always two sides to the coin. So it could be that you're maintaining or destroying. Either way, gluttony is a spirit that desires to convince you that you must overindulge in order to be saced. What is it to be saced? To be saced is to have your taste, your sight, and your heart be met, that you have the experience of being settled. How much imagery do you see online, on the computer, on your phone, in hospitals, in restaurants, in educational facilities, cars, sales jobs. How much imagery do you see that presents the image of somebody being saced? Each demonic force creates a mission and the mission is to give humanity a certain advantage. The advantage of this force, the advantage of gluttony is to draw humans into the feeling that they must have more. It is the quality of needing more that that demon pushes its tentacles into. If you are calm, if you're whole, if you're complete, if your roots are rooted deep in the earth, if you feel the light of the sun each morning and the rain on your skin when it rains, there is a sensation of total union with life. And you must remember that you're not just a spirit in a body. You're not capsulated. You're not captured into your physical body. You are so much more than that. However, you're given this beautiful gift to feel and to sense and your senses, your real senses are designed for you to be able to sense the rain, to feel that expression of 
the color of that hue of the divine, the beauty in the ocean water, the flickering of a firelight, the romance of a candle. Having true sensuality and true intimacy arises as you diminish the need that you have to fill the need to overspend, overeat, overconsume, and to have excesses. How we get you from excess and success over to the tantric experience, the enlightened experience of love is a journey, a journey that takes some time. The beginning of it begins with noticing where you're attracted to and addicted to being liked, loved, known, and seen. Because true love comes in the form of giving, not receiving. However, there's a paradox, which is that to receive love, which is a possibility that is there, requires that you fully, completely, without any demonic snares, without any manipulation, without any pride, without any sloth, gluttony, greed, envy, wrath, that you give fully and completely without requiring anything back. So the stage gets set first and foremost in acknowledging that the desire that you have is not evil. It's just a desire. But it cannot be fulfilled with physical items. It cannot be fulfilled with money. And it can't be fulfilled with knowledge. The desire that you have is for touch, for love, romance, simplicity. How gluttony shows up in your life, because let's not just talk about the beauty, let's look at what it really does, is it shows up as infestations, mental infestations. The mind is overwhelmed. First, gluttony likes to tell you that it will give you what you want, and you'll seek it, and you'll do everything you can to receive it. But then it turns on you, as demons do. And then it will convince you that you cannot get untrapped from seeking the thing that gives you quote-unquote pleasure. First, gluttony opens up the chasms of desire. So there's a strong wanting for something you don't own. Then gluttony provides you what you want through you serving it. If you do this, I'll give you that. If you perform this act, I'll re you'll receive this. If you work these many hours, you'll get paid this much money. 
if you sell your soul out for a 401k, you're going to get that motherfucking bitch at the end, 50 years later. If you give your life for a corporation, 20 years later, it's going to come down the ranks. But the reality is, is there's nothing you can count on except for life. And the life is a journey. So gluttony convinces you that if you have more, own more, and receive more, <clears throat> that, you <clears throat> that you will be happy and healthy and that you will be given what you need. Once you start serving gluttony with your actions, your reactions, and your attention, essentially what occurs is you will have an infestation in your mind of voices. And the voices will be conflicting. So there will never be a voice that matches the other voice. So confusion ensues. Physical infestations will take place. Roaches, mice, rats, things of this nature. Things that are uncontrollable. There will be an excess of gossip and negativity. People will not see you for who you really are, what your soul's purpose is. You will start to get so focused on clearing the items that you've attained, clearing the bugs that are in your space, and dealing with the problems that are in your household that you've so proudfully bought that you will not have time to focus on your true relationship needs. But it's not the power of the demonic force of gluttony that comes in and forces this. It's the choice and the simple need to avoid healing and dealing with love that allows this energy to come in. So we can't blame the demons. It just does what it does. That's what it loves to do. It loves to create a feeling of lack. It loves to create emptiness. It loves to create loneliness. It loves to create um, desolation. And there are other demons besides gluttony that are better at desolation. We'll get to that later in other episodes. However, inside of you, there is five major bodies that need to be attended to. And if you have not attended to them, then you live like a fucking child. You live like a child who doesn't understand how to care for their hygiene, for their self-care. There are five major bodies that need to be attended to. And if you're a healer, if you're a coach, if you're a practitioner, it's time that you learned all five completely without trying to do it in order to sell it, in order to take it and to market it. Because the moment you take your spiritual teachings and your spiritual life, into the perspective of that you're learning in order to sell, 
then you've ensnared yourself. But you can't blame the demon. That's you. You've done that to yourself. How many times have people told you that you can come into workshops or programs or healing trainings in order to? Those words, in order to, means they're selling you on something, which means you're being hooked into some form of trepidation that will lead you away from your goals. Becoming a Vodouasan is about confronting yourself in the mirror and seeing yourself and your life for exactly what it is. And then, without any blame, taking the steps to move your attention into cultivating virtues. Our spiritual virtues are secret, and yet they're not, because everything that we teach, you know. Everything that we say, you already hear it. We're just resonating words in your mind that are different from the frequencies of those false guiding energies and demonic hoopla. Temptation to provide your energy to mount and to cultivate and to feed the energies of gluttony and moving your attention now completely to a different space, a space of autonomy where you don't have to rely on those people for your 401k and you don't have to rely on those other individuals for who you really are requires temperance. Temperance is a pool of water that tempers and balances. So for us, we do not practice purity. Purification is an opposite. And if you're working in the opposite, then you're swinging from one side to the other. Therefore, not really having temperance. To be balanced is our first key in our inner demon teachings. So to become balanced is to confront and deal with the inconsistencies in your physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual environments. Begin by addressing the filth because the gluttons were a sect of individuals that practiced gluttony. The term gluttony refers back to a time frame where there was cults religious and spiritual cults that 
were called the gluttons. And they would eat and eat and eat and eat and eat until the point to where they could not eat anymore. These cults were designed to conjure the demon of gluttony. And then they would vomit and they would vomit all over the floor. And they had people enslaved that would come and clean up the filth. So the demon of gluttony leaves you in a state of disarray because it was born and manifested in a state of disarray and enslavement. They also worked the conjuring of this negative force in sexual orgies. And part of their spiritual practice in these cults was to have massive or orgies, like I don't know how else to say it, like intercourse with people all together in one group. So you can see how they poured so much time and energy for many generations into these cults in order to invoke this spirit. And as I said in the beginning of the podcast, these demons are real. And they're looking for spaces to continue to be alive. And your lifetime is but a little tiny drop. It's a sand. It's just a little tiny grain of sand in the midst of everything that has ever been. But the cosmic journey doesn't stop or start with positive or negative energies. The cosmic journey begins with understanding where you're attached to these frequencies and to these entities. And every path is a beautiful path. And every elevated spirit and demonic spirit has its beauties. However, gluttony has no virtue to it. It is insidious and leaves you in a state of decay. If you look up what gluttony means online, what you'll find is pictures of people who are very full, very, very fat, very well fed, who are hungry for money, who are lecherous. They want more and more and more. However, the truth is, is that these beings also reside in poverty because the demon always flips itself in order to give it more of a need inside of you. In other words, you're impoverished because of it. 
You might have a lot of items, but you experience poverty. Poverty of the heart, poverty of the soul, and poverty of the mind. Therefore, temperance is the balancing factor, but we need to understand what that really means. Because there is no mark that says uh, how to do things. There's you. There's your personal experience. There's who you are as an individual. And the individual that you are is completely 100% unique. So you want to start with looking at how do you temper the desire that you have, but also how do you temper the experience of wanting and needing more from yourself and from others? How do you know that you're succeeding? First, let's look at the entrapment because your immediate thing is going to go to the opposite. So if you're drinking too much, you're going to go to sobriety. That's not temperance. You need to balance in between. Balance. If you're eating too much, you're going to go to starvation. Starvation is the same thing as gluttony because you're being gluttonous about being starving. If you're not healthy, you're going to overexercise. That's the same thing. Temperance offers something different. You need to have the clarity to start to balance things out one step at a time in order to maintain. And through that, you will have then prepared yourself to be ready to have a full removal of the energy. The energy infects the body based on the inlet. The inlet is the desire to starve yourself or to over-excess yourself, to make yourself impoverished or to make yourself too rich, to make yourself uh, live with nothing or to have everything. In the beginning, there is only light. And in the end, there is only light. So drawing yourself into the space of temperance is about maintaining balance so that you can have light. This is Priestess Shoshana with Temple de la Luna. We are a temple of shamanic Buddhism. We offer our free teachings and also readings and spiritual practices at templedelaluna.com. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I hope you learned a lot from it and I enjoy being with you. God bless.